Do you want to give us a little idea of what's happening? Um, we're just, nope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just go. How do you feel about otters? Oh, Jeff, you <laughs> don't, don't talk about otters. otters. About otters? Yeah, don't don't bring up otters. <laughs> okay, I won't. You Ooh. otter not. <laughs> yeah, she her in her other life, she's a stand-up comic. Yes, ah, right on. Ah, I usually sit. Uh, <laughs> Proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. Hey, Jeff, you want to say something? I am Jeff. Yeah, and we are all here today. Brogan is not. He's actually dealing with nerd stuff. Yeah. Go see him at wizardskeepgames.com. He's tur- tournamenting nerds right now. Tournamenting? Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. I just made it up. That is not a word. Whatever. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, if you guys got, want to get a hold of us, info at gritcitypodcast.com. And uh, there's a whole bunch of different emails at gritcitypodcast.com. People can yep. just lick them. L- lick them? No, link to them. Oh, man. <sighs> it's going to be an interesting one. day. We do have a couple of guests with us today. Ladies, please introduce yourselves. Okay, who goes first? I guess I'll go first because I'm oldest. <laughs> My name is Louisa Beal, and I'm executive director of Radio Tacoma, which sounds very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> that means she does all the work. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually not. Um, Actually, I think, Pam, you do all the work. Would you introduce yourself? Sure, sure. I am Louise's younger sister. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pam... And, and... and. Yeah, yeah. What do you do with uh, Radio Tacoma? I do anything Louisa tells me. Oh, that's the perfect way. That's because Uh, she's secretary. I am the secretary, yes. Uh, And early on, we met with a person who was an expert in fundraising. He's just this nice guy. And he said, if you're going to fundraise, this is what you do. You go to people who love you respect you and owe you there you go and these are all the things that i (laughs) i do i do this because i love her i respect her and i owe her big time so all i had to do was ask pam please would you be secretary (laughs) and you guys are a part of radio tacoma and you have your own low wattage station that goes out in tacoma now it's on two bands correct Two bands, no. Uh, I don't think so. We okay. have a second station now. That's, I think, what he means. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the oh, two okay. stations. Oh, yeah. yeah, so there's KTAH mm-hmm. and then KTQA. And uh, so if you're in the Tacoma area, you can find it at 101.9 and 95.3? That's true. Nice. So how? Like, how did you yeah. get involved with it? This is so interesting. Like, I really love the fact because he, uh, Scott and I found you because you were giving out, uh, you're doing like a little seminar, like a little get together about how to interview, which is kind of funny now that you guys did that. And now we're here Inter- interviewing. interviewing you. Yeah. So don't judge <laughs> us too it harshly. <laughs> it was actually really, really good. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I, I took tons of notes. I know he did. Too, mm-hmm. so, Absolutely. Yeah, it was a really good one. So how did this all come to be? How did you want to make and create a radio station? Okay. 
Well, let's see. 2013, the FCC opened up bandwidth for low-power FM stations to kind of squeeze between the digital dial. Mm -hmm. And a woman um, who was uh, in a group that I was in, if that makes sense. Okay. um, She had heard about this on the radio and said, hey, this is happening. Anybody interested? And I just happened to be in my manic phase where I say yes to everything. Nice. (laughs) And so uh, with her and I, we started collecting some people. We first met with maybe eight people who were interested. Um, Of those eight, um, she and I are the ones that are left. Okay. But in that time, we have um, gotten on board several other people. Early on, Marilyn Kimmerling came on board. And she is a powerhouse. She knows everybody. Nice. <laughs> it's always good to know those. Like for us, it's uh, the guy who isn't here, actually. Yeah, Brogan. Brogan. Yeah. And it's just like he's the one that like seriously just will go out and he's the charmer. He'll talk to everybody. Yes. And you need that in your team. You really do. Really do. So um, the three of us, you know, started. Uh, there were other people who had come on board who have since moved away or um, told by their wife that they couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and and basically, the three of us who had this great idea knew absolutely nothing about radio. We did not know anything about what we were getting into. And we just went, okay, well, here's the application. You know, let's go through the whole thing. And it turned out that um, as coming together as Radio Tacoma, we did not have the uh, 501c3 nonprofit status, mm-hmm. okay? Um, we, we, there were a couple other things we didn't have, and so we needed to find a partner. We needed to find a 501c3 that had been in existence, that had an educational part of their mission. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we found the Bridge Methodist Church. And um, they're a very progressive church. They're our, our missions kind of dovetail. And so, oh, nice. um, I, I, you know, I never thought I would be hooking up with a church. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, but it's worked out. It's worked out well. And so um, we had an engineer from Portland, the only one we could find. I've actually never met him. But he's the one that helped us fill out the FCC application. And, I mean, this is these are government applications, so oh, they cannot be easy whatsoever. I didn't even understand the language. <laughs> you know, it's like he'd say, do this, and I'd say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, again, it's good to know a person. Right, and radio, is. too. Like, radio mm-hmm. is so regulated. You, you guys, I imagine you jump through all kinds of crazy hoops to get that going, right? Yeah, yeah. And and actually, it was uh, Gray Hertick from Portland who was the one who helped us get through those hoops. And there was one point in our application um, where it was denied because of an interference with a Seattle station or something. Oh. Again, something I don't understand, but we got this notice that we were denied, and we went, oh, my dear. Gray, help. <laughs> <laughs> Find us a new signal, anything. And, yeah, and he had been in this radio stuff so long. He knew the people at the FCC. So he emailed oh, them. And he nice. says, you, you don't understand about Puget Sound. There's all this water. <laughs> so there's no one out there listening. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, that's a really good point. If you're dealing with any of those sort of things, it's it's knowing someone that it's like not even just like knowing a person, but the technical aspects to be able to help that out. That is so awesome. You're able to yeah. 
find someone. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it took a while. Um, and again, we looked locally. We thought, okay, well, you know, we're a local station. We want to have local community. Let's look for somebody local. And it was like silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. There were two people in Portland. Um, one who... Um, was so busy with other LPFM stations because this was there were a lot of stations coming on. I guess at that, that makes point. sense. I mean, it, it's it's the it's another version of public access, and I mean that's even kind of where you guys go with yeah um, with what you're creating here because you want it to be about Tacoma and community, right? right. But it was a short window that the FCC had opened up, maybe got nine months or something. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so there's like, gosh, six, eight stations in Seattle that have come on. There's a station on Vachon. There's uh, a bunch of them. Okay. And so at this time, all of the people who knew anything about the FCC regulations and the applications and the standards, and they were working overtime. So we were very fortunate to get Gray from Portland. That is awesome. And if people want to find out more information, they can go to RadioTacoma.org. But you're also on Facebook with just Radio Tacoma 253 and even just Radio Tacoma on Twitter. So you've got a a social media presence everywhere. We have a social media director. Oh, (laughs) nice. That is why. Yes, that's the only reason. um, (laughs) (laughs) Louise is not even on Facebook. Yeah, Yeah, I don't even have one of those. I, I I wish I could not be on Facebook. It's it's one of those, at this point, unfortunately, a lot of the times it seems to be a necessary evil depending on what you do. But if you can kind of step away from that, like my wife has been able to, I mean, just delete it from her uh, phone so she doesn't look at it all the time. Well, see, that was easy for me because I don't have a phone. Perfect. You don't yeah. have a phone either? <laughs> well, I do, but it, it's off and it lives in my car. Oh. So, I mean, I guess radio is kind of just where the, uh, the technology goes for you at that point. That's my focus. Interesting. And email. Yeah, that's true. I do a lot of email. I don't answer the phone. She's I'm not a landline. She's not a total Luddite. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about. I noticed on the website that you you guys are doing a lot of um, like fun events. And Scott, how did you find out about the event? Because you're the one who told me about it. I don't remember. Honestly, <laughs> oh, I, I, we, we need to know that. I, I know, right? I'm trying to think. I think I saw it on Twitter. I want to say I saw it on Twitter. Someone had retweeted it. It was uh, you guys had made a flyer of some sort mm-hmm. up for it, and I, I think I saw it on Twitter, and I was like oh this will be cool let's go to this and we we were like dorks we sat outside like two two grown men in his car just sitting there like we didn't want to go in we're like oh man are we really gonna go in but we did it was awesome yeah yeah it's always one of those things where it's like "Ah, i don't want to be the only person there and there was a great big group of people there it's like you've been able to cultivate a, a small community so far yes amazingly so um because again you know our outreach has been hampered by all of the other things that we need to do as far as you know we don't have a studio you know we're trying to you know get equipment we're uh, doing audacity trainings we're doing a lot of internal work we're working on the website we're trying to get all of our programming um process in place you know there's all these things that have to happen and it just started with you saying i want to i want to have a radio station and then now everything is just like showing up so if people want to donate they could do so going right to radiotacoma.org then Yes, on the website. And so you're doing uh, like so when we went to the the interview community, the the interview gathering. Um, are you guys doing this with frequency, and is it sort of the we're just we're just taking what we uh, uh, we're looking up so we could learn and just passing it on? How how are you going about with this? Uh, it was a piggyback off of the audacity trainings that okay. we were doing, which were funded by the Tacoma 
grant called the Innovative Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just uh, talking about those at our uh, monthly neighborhood meeting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neighborhood watch meeting. Nice. Yes, and the councils in Tacoma fund... Pro, uh, projects, mm-hmm. the North T- or New Tacoma uh, Council and the and Central Tacoma Councils funded uh, us to do audacity training. Oh, neat! And we also wanted to include some training and interviewing. We couldn't do that all on the Saturdays that we had aligned for audacity, so we did it at a separate time. Well, and some people don't actually even know what audacity is. So yeah. I, I know I would, you guys are. I'm kinda, glad you asked that question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> audacity means to be very brave and bold. I'm an English professor. So. Oh, really? Where, where do you teach? Tacoma Community College. Really? Yeah. Now. LTCC. LTCC. Yes. So Audacity is an open source software that can be used to edit audio productions. And you guys teach people. You guys help people learn how to do that. We hired a trainer to Ooh, do it. Nice. Uh, Sam Mulvey, who is also helping us with engineering uh, of the station. Uh, but Louisa is also capable of doing this training now. And whenever I have a program to edit, I just take it over to Louisa and watch her. <laughs> Super Think, cool. I'm learning by watching yeah. <laughs> all this editing. So when we started, that's what I used to edit. Everything was Audacity. And I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. He, he doesn't use it. Yeah, I use Audition. Uh, oh, okay. I spend the uh, the 20 bucks a month to use it because I do some other side things, uh, uh, editing other people's podcasts and stuff like that. And so it's just the one that I've used all my life. But like Audacity. It's helpful because it's free, right? It is 100% yeah. Yeah. free. And that's why we use it. And yep. that's one of those things that is really great because there are a lot of things out there that you can kind of uh, dime store just to get started. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's like seriously, like Amazon, you can get a $20 mic and a recorder for fairly inexpensive if you just want to go that way. See, and I always tell people that they have their phone. I'm like, man, you have your phone. You can record right off your phone. It's true. It Audacity. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there seriously, these are like $700 personal computers right here and yep. they have all the peripherals to do do that sort of stuff so it's really fun to be able to get into that and i mean you guys have been doing this for a year now so first off congratulations thank you it like it sounds like it's been kind of a hectic year but it's been well even before once we got the antenna up i started breathing again (laughs) okay okay so i saw this on the grit city magazine your antenna is up a tree it is up a tree (laughs) okay so tell us about a little bit about how this goes about to be as well because it's an interesting story i don't know interesting frustrating maybe (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just shows the amount of work and, again, the hoops you got to jump through in order to make this happen. It shows the ingenuity, actually. Yeah, Yeah. agree. Because if we had to go the route that was recommended, which was to build a tower, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be here today on Mm -hmm. the radio station. We couldn't have made the deadline. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, So so it's it's not so much. Even if we could have gotten the funding to build the tower, um, the deadlines... yeah, we had, what, six months to get this thing up, and it took four months to get approval. Oh, wow. And we weren't even to the point where we could even put the application in because I couldn't get any straight answers on what, you know, photos they needed mm-hmm. and all the other things that the permit required. Dang. And I even went to um, a public uh, forum from the planning department on permitting, and it was for the... Um, 
it was for you know private citizens about you know well the house and how do I you know mm-hmm. permit a fence or I don't know whatever, mm-hmm. and so I went with all this information that I had with my questions, and you know I had questions about there was something about if you got camouflage then you wouldn't have to do something else and then then you wouldn't have to do the the EPA and I mean all these other things and so oh, I had wow. questions that you know they they couldn't answer. He I was, was going like, to say I bet they, they loved you right in the public <laughs> permitting oh, was, thing and you're sh- like I want to put in this antenna and they're like oh no. It was so funny because, you know, I started talking to this one woman at the table, okay, and she was going, oh... Well, let me see. And she goes, John, could you come over here for a minute? And he I've comes never over. heard of this before. And he comes over. Right. Yeah. And she's, so I go through my question and say, this is what we're trying to do. And I'm trying to fill out this permit. And so what about question 2B? And he goes, I don't know. Just a second. Matt. <laughs> no one's ever checked yes on that box. And pretty soon, I have six That's people great. standing around me trying to answer these questions. And I finally just go, what if I just put the antenna in a tree? And they just look at each other. Almost exasperated at that point. And they look at each other. Oh, no, I think they were relieved. Oh, <laughs> oh she found her own solution. Yes, you can do that. And they said, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't an official okay, but, you know, they just kind of started, you know, turning their heads and go, That's fantastic. I, la, 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 I can't hear you. Yeah, you right? Know? Yeah. That so was in not, it, that was in May. Yeah, wow. this oh, and yeah. the antenna went up mid July. Wow. Well, yeah, I guess it did. It did. Yeah, because actually, initially we had June as a deadline. Yeah, but the formal deadline from the FCC was, I think, November, November. for us to be on air. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys beat that by a ways. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there was a further complication, because once you get an antenna up, this happened in mid-July, then you have to get on the air, and there you need an engineer. You need a lot of mm-hmm. equipment. Yeah. So the next little meeting we held down in town at a, one of the members has a building downtown, 734 Pacific Avenue, 1733 Arts is her organization. Mm-hmm. We held a meeting down there, just a kind of general meeting. This guy shows up, and he seems to know what he's talking about, and he, and he's you know very knowledgeable about engineering. And I remember looking at him and said, "Do you want to be on our board?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's your name? <laughs> yeah. uh, and he said, "Sure." And the other board members looked at me like, this is not exactly the process, but we had no process. So Sam and his wife, Becky, joined us, and they helped tremendously um, getting us on the air by mid-October. Wow. But see, then there's another glitch. This is when um, Todd emailed from California. Were you in on any of that? I'm not sure. The, okay. was the second station, you mean? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy from California from, oh, I forget the organization, but it's some, you know, community radio organization. Oh, wow, okay. So he was in on a lot of different things. And he emails, he says, there's a construction permit in Tacoma that's about to expire. Can you help save it? And it was like, well, okay, I'll try, you know, and this was September, I think. Okay. And it turned out that um, the the people who owned the construction permit had just given up. They just didn't care. And Todd had met one of those people down in Southern California. And so ah. he, that guy says, yeah, it's okay with me. And so it's like, okay, so now all we have to do is to 
take over the cons- the the, the um, organization from the Washington State. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have to get people on the board there. Then we have to um, get a transmitter and uh, emergency alert system and oh, an gosh. antenna and an antenna, <laughs> and then find a place to put it. So that's you know we had nine days to do this. Wow. Wow. Uh, I remember I wasn't on that email. I remember when the email went out. She got all sorts of replies from the other board members. No, this is impossible. Yeah, no. Yeah, nine days. What are you thinking? And she just plowed ahead. Can do like, well, attitude. I, want, I think like with all to. of this. Yeah, yeah. At, at all of this, I want to do this. So it's it's one of those things that's just a, a testament to just, I mean, seriously, the Tacoma gung-ho ability to just be yeah. like, we're doing this. Yeah. Well, it's more like, well... If we don't even try, then we're not going to do it. But right. if we can try, you know, we just go to a place until we stop. And we stopped at KTQA. <laughs> <laughs> so you started out to start one radio station. You ended up with two. That's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, they're separate. Right. But, but, yeah, separate boards and everything like that. Oh, really? Oh, oh yes. You have to have separate boards. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. You've got those. And so um, do they cover essentially the same area, or what are the different areas that each of them cover? Because I know uh, it was a little hard on the east side for me to tune into uh, the 101.9, mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure if uh, maybe the the other one will yeah. be better on that end. Okay, because um, the antenna for um, 101.9 KTAH mm-hmm. is over by the Tacoma Mall. And so on okay. the east side, it drops down over that cliff. I know, and that's the weird thing is that um, you, sometimes you don't take into account the terrain, and especially with the mountainous and valley terrain that we have, sometimes you will be down in an area, and I found this out because the first place that I uh, lived in in Tacoma was right by the EQC off of Portland Avenue, oh. right down there, and it's in that valley, and I could never get television signal with my little antenna, and mm-hmm. like, you know, just plug it into the back of the cable and the digital thing wouldn't work, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, terrain. Yeah, and that's what Gray Hartick from Portland was telling us. He's, you know, because we were saying, well, where should we oh, put yeah. the antenna? Where should we put the antenna? And he was saying, there is no place to put the antenna. There's no good place in Tacoma, <laughs> you know, because it's up and down and up and down and yep. up and down. It ended up in the next to the Friends Meeting House on the hill behind the Tacoma Mall. Oh, I think yeah. it's above Chick Fil A now. It used yeah. to be <laughs> bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the highest points in Tacoma, so it's oh, yeah, it's it really the best place that could be yeah the the other one the other one is located at about 27th and j and sam was lives around there sam and becky live around there and he saw that antenna and went and talked to the owner and the owner said sure it it was an antenna he used for another purpose a long time ago it hadn't been used for anything so in june still up there he just used it cool they they had a radio guy of some sort right (laughs) he was he had originally used it for something like that yeah but um Sam, uh, the KTQA had its temporary antenna in somebody's house, Mm -hmm. uh, and then now they have the antenna. Somebody climbed the tower in June, another member of ours, uh, and put up the antenna for KTQA on that. And that's a good location. And it does, I think, get down uh, all around the Tide Flats, all around downtown. 101.9 FM doesn't really reach downtown as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Which we reach into thing, North yeah. Tacoma, South Tacoma very well, yeah, Western part. University Place yeah. areas. Mm-hmm. That's where I grew up at, UP. Do you guys oh, ever... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you guys drive around and see where you reach just for fun every so often? Not anymore. <laughs> but you did. We sure did, yes. Uh, well, it hasn't been that long, a year, so... <laughs> yeah. 
a year of driving. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, it's Justin, and I'm here to talk about the Union Club down in Tacoma. This is where we do a lot of our recording now, and I'm really stoked about this. If you don't know about the Union Club Tacoma, it is a mixed-use project contributing to Tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community. It combines studio space, co-working space, office space, beautiful common areas, galleries, and an event hall in a 15,000-square-foot historic building in downtown Tacoma. This place is beautiful. You heard us talk about it on the Surge Tacoma podcast, part of the Surge Tacoma network. And if you want to work in an old historic building, this is the thing to do. This is it's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. Now, moving on, talking about um, the programming. Tell us a little bit about um, the people that you have so far on the programming of the, sh- of the station and who you've had on previously as well. We have limited programming currently, but we have a regular series called Ask an Atheist. Oh, it's, fun, yeah. I've seen those on like uh, the Best of Western Washington. They're usually on the list of the top podcasts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sam and Becky oh, host okay. it. Oh, fun. Yeah. We might have to have them on then. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and then they have some friends who do another podcast. They use Sam's studio in his house, both Sam and Ooh, Becky, and then their friends. I know. Here, I know. This, I just, I yes, we have now. used it occasionally. Yeah. It's very oh, nice. Uh, and theirs is called Hands-Free Football, about soccer. Mm. Uh, they're makes sense. one of the <laughs> most prolific podcasters is Lucas Barfield. He does our sec- section Cannabis Corner. Oh, nice! And that I have learned so much from Lucas. Uh, this is wonderful. He is, and he knows a lot. Yep. And he's been he's used medical cannabis for a long time, and he's all he's aware of the laws not only in Washington State but all over the country. Well, and I think you just like when you're dealing with that because we'll have Billy from Mary Martin, and we'll have some people that are uh, uh, in with uh, the cannabis cannabis industry. We had the the guy from Fairwinds in recently, and it's that you need to know, yeah, exactly, not only like your laws to wherever you're at, but uh, just everywhere because it, you just never know, and it's one of those things to be knowledgeable, and it makes the most sense because then you can also compare laws and say, hey, well, they're doing this here. Why can't we do that there? If you're into maybe potentially trying to change the laws around here or having to be suit your own needs. Yeah, and Lucas has this nice Alabama drawl. Oh, really? Where I believe oh, yeah, he's I from. I want to listen to this. And oh, he's lovely to listen to. He is lovely to listen to. And he knows all about what's going on in Alabama. <gasps> Jeff Sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Now, so uh, if people wanted, you have limited programming oh, now. There is one other program I oh, want yeah, to talk about. Yeah, please, please. Actually, there are two. Uh, the want? first one I want to talk about is Radio Tacoma interviews, mm-hmm. and we those change most frequently. Okay. Uh, we have done interviews with the Tacoma Refugee Choir. Uh, the Tacoma Refugee Choir started right after the um, election of Trump. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I mean, and with all of the threats made to uh, refugees and immigrants that he made. And they started a choir that uh, started by Aaron Gwinnip. Okay. They're also on Facebook and they have a website too. And they do a lot of concerts around the area. People who are refugees and those of us who are sympathetic to the mm-hmm. cause. Absolutely. Are part of the concerts and often the concerts are sing-alongs oh, fun. <laughs> or partly Everybody anyway in, in 
invited. Yeah, that's not the word I was going for. Oh, <laughs> you started with INV. So involved, man. Involved. Get everybody involved. In yes. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've had some very well-known, very well-known people work with them too. I don't remember the names of the artists that have worked with them. Uh, so we, I interviewed Aaron. There have been um, political interviews mm-hmm. of yeah. different political candidates. One that I did, and this wasn't a candidate, but it was um, Adam Smith and Denny Heck. I interviewed them. Oh, each. give them heck. Yeah, give them heck. Yeah. When I was living in Seattle, I saw his first things, and I was like, I like him just for his slogan. I looked up his other stuff, and it was along the lines, but now he's actually uh, my district candidate or my district mm-hmm. uh, representative, representative. And it was like, oh, fun. Cool. Yeah, I get to vote for him. Yeah. And, and he is eminently... Oh, gosh. See, I lost the word, too. Dang it. Approachable. Ah. He is very approachable. And um, I've met with him several times, and he's always been just very gracious. And um, I just, so I did a piece on Adam Smith's bill to make it U.S. policy not to use nuclear weapons first. That's a pretty good call on that. I thought so. Yeah. 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 So, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Then I did an interview with the Slater Museum, which a lot of people don't know about. I don't know anything about oh. this. It's at the University of Puget Sound, and it's a natural history museum. Really? Yeah. Anyone can go to it? Like bet. museum? Yep. Yep. Wow. Go on their website. They've got office hours, and uh, once a month they have night at the museum. Oh, I would yeah. do night at museum, dude. Oh, yeah, so right? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, those are the kinds of things that we've been that we've been doing. Yeah, Louisa interviewed um, Steve Fossen of Heart. Oh, that's right. That was so much fun. How did you, how did you come up yeah, across that? Yeah. Well, they got in touch with us. Um, fun. Steve, Steve Fossen has created another band with Mike DeRosier, who is the original drummer mm-hmm. for Heart. And they have a group called Heart by Heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so his wife is now the singer. And so they go around and they were playing in Puyallup. Oh, perfect. So they contacted me for, um, you know, an announcement and stuff like that and said, can you interview? And it's like, you know, I I reached out to everybody on our board and said, anybody want to do this? And I got, you know, crickets back. And so I thought, well, okay, you know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, So that was that was a lot of fun. I'm just going to talk about one more interview. Yeah, dude. Yeah, please. One that I did with a friend. I went to Wilson High School Mm -hmm. and my friend Kurt Mitchell also went to Wilson. He was a paraplegic or quadriplegic then and he's a quadriplegic now but he used to draw with his mouth really? the ram cartoons uh, oh, super ram okay. cartoons anyway <laughs> and he'd draw pictures of my friends and I I remembered I kept one of them for a long time and then I got to back in touch with him on Facebook and asked if he, he asked what he was doing and he was writing a book about the 40s era oh. uh, comics with under the auspices not of Stan Lee but Stan Lee's partner and I don't Jack remember Jack Kirby could be maybe that's wow. his most notable you, one. yes that out fast hey, yeah first off first off <laughs> there's no first off you're right uh, jack Kirby? was it jack Kirby? <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was jack Kirby. shut up scott uh. well there's a series on by decade on american comics mm-hmm. and kurt was tasked with doing the 40s which is a very interesting period because if you remember with captain america which he said was quite true to the comic the film mm-hmm. uh it's about fighting the Nazis Mm -hmm. Uh and uh, the people who owned most of the comic book uh, businesses were Jewish so they were very aware of what was going on and Mm -hmm. they 
wanted people to know. Well, and this. that was uh, the the first uh, action the the first issue. Um, here we go with my nerd. No, it's all right, man. I love comic books. <sighs> uh, the first issue of Captain America, Captain America number one, on the cover was him punching Hitler. Yep. Like, and they knew this is going to be the things. And I don't even think the U.S. was involved in the war at this point no. either. Yeah. But it was it was them making their statement to the American people, like you know, this is not a cool thing. Maybe we should you know punch Hitler. Yeah, punch Hitler. <laughs> so I interviewed Kurt, and I'll go back now. His book is uh, done, but it hasn't been published yet. Once it's published, I'll go back and do a second interview with him. That is fun. Yeah. That is really cool. And that's one of my favorite things about podcasting. Sorry, man. Okay, do, do it, do it, um, man. Because I've never got to do anything like this, right? We started this in 2014, and just the people I've got to meet and, and talk to and get to know, it's just been fabulous. So That's the one thing that, uh, uh, looking at it, I mean, we get some downloads, and it's and it's fun that the fact that we get some people who actually want to listen to us, but it's also just, it's, it's a fun excuse to be, hey, we have a podcast. Would you like to come and talk on it and talk about your stuff? Because we're trying to meet people that are in Tacoma and the surrounding areas, but most of the time Tacoma because I grew up, like I said, in university place. And I want I want people to understand how cool Tacoma is. And I mean, I grew up uh, in, mostly in the 80s and the 90s where, you know, people, and I always say this, but wouldn't go to Wright Park because it was a really, it was not a safe place. And now they're having the food truck events and they're having all of these fun things and it's a really beautiful park. And even as we were going to, uh, we were hitting up 6th Avenue to go to the Gateway to India and my wife was like, I can't believe that this was not a place that people would ever want, you know, like to avoid. They'd have to avoid it. And I'm like, because it's beautiful now, but it wasn't. And that's that thing. It's like Tacoma's had that stigma, um, especially since the 70s and stuff. But now it's it's becoming an up and coming place for people to create stuff and people to do fun things. And you guys are at the forefront of it right here, really. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to uh, bring up with this? Uh, how can people, um, uh, if they want to uh, create with uh, with Radio Tacoma, can they just contact you and give you a pitch? How do you go about with these sort of things? Good question. Once that has been much <laughs> on my mind. <laughs> um, for right now, people have been sending inquiries to info at mm-hmm. Radio Tacoma, which is good, and that's been helpful. Um, we're having a programming meeting on Tuesday evening, and one of the things that I really want to bring up is to have um, a program inquiry form that we can put on our website. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that people can go, they can fill out the form and just send it to us, and then we'll know, do they have a podcast already to go, uh, what form is it in or do they have just an idea that they need help developing or you know whatever input that they can give we're ready for it so if they have a podcasting email here's the links to our podcast now you could probably do that via social media right now too to at least get the ball rolling or just email with that as well uh and all of those all that information the ways to contact is at radiotacoma.org so people can just do that very easily um but yeah it would just be fun just to get more of that like i said like it's it's the new public access and or another way of public access because you can still do that all over the place. Um, but it's another venue. You can get people in Tacoma. And that's the thing that I'm most excited about yeah. is just that, I mean, you guys are already inspiring a bunch of people with the, the interview uh, the uh, event that you had as well. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more of those coming up in the future? Or is it just like the Audacity training? How does that all go yeah, about with that? I love the look they just gave each other. You see that? <laughs> Both of them just went, oh, should we say something now? Or well, should it we might wait? be premature. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So but watch I, your stuff. I, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, you <laughs> know, all of this may be moot. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's understandable. But um, I've been in contact with Clover Park, and oh, we're trying nice. to get like a continuing education uh, journalism, radio oh. journalism course. Ooh, I would take that. I need yeah. one. Yeah. That would include 
include a lot of these things, not just the um, audacity editing, okay, and interviewing, but um, what what's required by the FCC? What uh, are you prohibited from yeah. the FCC? Um, j- journalism, uh, there's, well, okay, there's um, a class in Bothell on radio journalism that I'm kind of modeling this after. Okay, yeah. And I audited that course and got a lot of the materials and um, know the instructor. So nice. this is... It's another knowing a person to help you get person. that. It's perfect. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my next goal. So I kind of need to nudge them on that and see if that's going to happen. Well, good spring. luck with that. Seriously, absolutely. That's fun that it's, it's, you're willing to pass on all of this fun information that you figured out. Is that where you decided like that was the, 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 the beginning, that course, auditing that course where you're like, I, I'm, I want to get into this radio thing? Uh, or, or was it just the fact that the FCC licenses had popped up? Oh, you mean the course in Bothell? Yeah. Oh, no, that came much later. Oh, really? Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. okay. That's, that's after, I'm trying to remember when I did that. I think it was after we were on the air. Oh, yes, okay. Last fall. It was about yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Oh, neat. And I realized, oh, dear. <laughs> I need to know a lot more than I do right now. <laughs> I would like to mention, too, there's mm-hmm. also a development committee that I run. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, meetings, and we'd love to have people join. So, again, if someone's interested in the programming committee or the development committee, they can send an email to info at radiotacoma.org. But there is also a technical committee uh, that really um, kind of branches both of the radio stations. And they have, we have developed uh, Welcome Wednesdays twice a month in different locations, usually advertised on Facebook. But if someone's working on a piece, they can come to those Wednesdays and have, get help, technical help or other kinds of help for any sort of piece that they're trying to put together. Wow. So you guys, yeah, you're just looking at all aspects at that point. So the creative, the technical. And the Welcome Wednesdays too are for any questions. Just Mm. come meet us. I mean, you know, it's it's not just limited to technical help now. So that'll be just really the best time to get a little face-to-face and maybe kind of at least uh, show the first, uh, the seeds of an idea at that point. Yes. Um, They have been held at Elmer's Pancake House. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess they get a separate room. (laughs) A brewery somewhere downtown. I don't remember. Blackfleet Brewery on Foster. Oh, yeah. That's the guy I'm trying to get on. I know. Of course, uh, the the problem there, which which they didn't figure out until actually that Wednesday, they thought that Blackfleet was open until 9, and they close at 8. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. (laughs) So that may not be a venue, but they're going to try and move it around so that... more people have access. It's kind of like us with uh, the Grit mm-hmm. City Podcast. We do a lot of podcasting here at Union Club, but we've done stuff uh, at Malarkey's, and uh, sometimes it's just uh, whoever wants to host us, or sometimes in my garage, because it's yeah. a, a tiny, itty-bitty space. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes those are the most fun, though. Yeah. Can I mention, we just had our first live broadcast on election night. Oh, nice. Oh, how did that go? So was it the election results and such? Well, it started at 5, and okay. the, we, they kind of figured out all the bugs by eight <laughs> and when the results started coming in uh, and it went very well when I, I tuned in about eight I was done teaching about 730 so I got home about eight and it sounded very good and they were there with the Tacoma Creates oh yeah uh, Prop 1 which yes is, which did pass which I was very happy for I did vote for that I'm, I mean we're not a, normally a, po- a political podcast so we don't really talk about that much but this one was very important because this is helping create things and helping kids 
and students learn how to create and I mean, just be able to you know and and better their lives through creation and this is giving them money for it yes supporting the arts definitely mm-hmm. in fact Sam if you have Sam and Becky on you should talk to Sam about his work with um, what, what's the school down at Point Defiance the oh, Sammy uh, Sammy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, Sam at Sammy yes and he has been teaching a course down there on radio for high school students oh really yeah Wow. Very. Yeah, you guys are farming your own little thing. In a couple of years, you guys are going to have all kinds of radio talent running out of yeah. your things. I can see it. I, I then can see maybe it I can retire. <laughs> <laughs> That's her goal. That's my goal. <laughs> so how long have you guys been in uh, Tacoma proper? Have you, have you grown up here? Well, right now, I am living in my aunt's house. Mm-hmm. Um, in Fircrest. In Fircrest, yeah. But we grew up next to Channel 13 and the Big Green Water Tower. Oh, yeah. 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 We had a beautiful home there. Uh, (laughs) Why do you say that? Well, the outside was nice. The woods was nice. The house was a wreck. I loved that house. Oh, my God. Disregard her comment. I used to, I used, when I couldn't sleep at night, I would make little pictures out of the peeling paint on the wall. (laughs) Okay. Well, you can see, I teach about this, about history and remembering different things. Same thing, differently. (laughs) Anyway, um, so we grew up in Tacoma, but both of us have been, I, I lived in Buffalo, New York for 25 years, went to grad school back there and then worked for several years in policing back there. Oh, interesting. My grad, my degree was in English, but I worked in policing. But, okay, so now we're both living in Fircrest, but I do have to mention that we have great-grandparents buried in Tacoma. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we go back. That's amazing. I just, yeah. I just love the fact that even going to Buffalo and coming, you were able to come back. What... For you, what was a big difference between Buffalo and Tacoma for you? Or even similarities, maybe? I would say more similarities. I loved Buffalo, New York. It's a small... Um, and I'd say this is true of Tacoma, too. Um, it's a big, small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People knew each other. People had lived there for many years. There was a lot of uh, arts going on. Even if the government wasn't functioning very well, a lot of the people in the in, in lower levels of government and mm-hmm. yeah. or a lot of nonprofit organizations functioned very well. Uh, Buffalo has now the largest garden walk in the United States. Really? Yeah. Fun. It's a cool town. I think things like that only happen on a community level. Like you're never going to get um, a town that has a giant park or a garden or something beautiful like that unless the people do it. Yep. Like no one's ever going to come in and do that. You yeah. know, the state's never going to do anything like that. So that's awesome. Yes. Buffalo was high in. And I think Tacoma also in what's called social capital. Ooh. People. I like that term. Which yeah. is exactly what yeah. you were talking about. And that's yeah, it I'm, was. That's what I meant. Social capital. That's I was it. about to say that. Yeah. And I said it kind of as I was turning my head. Probably didn't get over the mic. <laughs> well, Louisa, Pam, uh, seriously, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, one more chance. Anything else you want to get out there before we uh, let you go? Yeah. There's one thing. Yes. Um, because with the programming, you know, we're inviting people to, you know, give us content. Mm-hmm. We want content. Um, however, as a radio station, we are bound by FCC Oh, that's rules. a really good uh, and point. And I just attended a conference where there were lawyers, you know, ask an attorney. Yeah. And I said, do we have to be responsible for every word that comes out of the radio? And he said, yes. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I have um, devised is a little... Um, uh, 
a review sheet so that what I'm looking for is people to listen to a podcast before it goes on air mm-hmm. and then fill out, you know, like five questions, just marking one through five, whether it's interesting, mm-hmm. you know, what the quality's like, are there any F words? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's a yeah. big point because, I mean, the Carlin seven words you can't say still really hold true with that. Well, yes and no. I mean, that's one of the things. I've got a, I've got a, a PowerPoint that I give on a peak at obscenity. Oh, okay. Which talks about that. <laughs> Sounds like a, a fun and titillating uh, conversation it's and presentation. It's part of the course. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you, people definitely need to make sure that they know what they're getting into with this because obviously you guys don't want to get any like FCC fines levied against you. Exactly. Yeah. But more importantly, we want people to review the programs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because even if... are looking for interest and adherence to our mission and those kinds of things yeah. too. So if anyone's interested in re- reviewing, they can also contact us if Perfect. they can't you love join. you listening to podcasts. Scott. I do love listening to podcasts. So <laughs> and they can all find all that information at RadioTacoma.org. Uh, the Facebook message and the Twitter as well. They can uh, just social media. You've got your uh, your social media manager helping uh, siphon through all that stuff as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pam Louisa, thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at GridCityPodcast.com.